Welcome to the Real Estate Influencer Buzz Podcast with Michelle B, a midlife mama of millennials, wife, South Florida realtor, marketer, lifestyle blogger, and fan of an Oki Chardonnay who loves a niche life. Each week, she'll be sharing her real-life marketing and branding tips from influencers in and out of real estate, bloggers, and social media stars. Buckle up for a side of sassy, a sprinkle of sparkly, and entertaining conversations with influencers who share their secrets to grow their businesses. Sit back and get comfy with your favorite drink. Let's start today's Sip Social Sell Sesh. Hey everyone, it's Michelle B and thanks for joining us today and thanks for all of our friends and fans and family for following along on the Real Estate Influencer Buzz. Today I have a great guest, someone I met at Agent 2021, really kind of early in the morning because we were all staying at this house. And um, so I got to chat with Molly McKinley in the car on the way to Hard Rock. And after you know the whole event is over, I'm like, I really need to interview her. She's got a really great um, new product that I, I really think is fantastic. And her background is crazy good. And since real estate agents and entrepreneurs listen, I thought, oh, I'm going to ask Molly to be on my podcast. So we've worked, out, we've worked it out finally that we're meeting and because Michelle B finally got her professional self together after going to PodFest this weekend in Orlando. That's incredible, yeah. Crazy fun, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but I realized all the stuff I was doing wrong and now I'm like, okay, I can do this. Now I know I've got to do things a little differently. I'm such an Aries. So I'm like, I'm at step four and then I'm like, oh, I better go back and look at step one, you know? <laughs> So anyways, welcome, welcome to the show, and thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I love it. Yeah, I, I'm super excited. So Molly was a speaker at the event, um, and I think what you were saying to me is like, you're like PR, marketing, you've had a really cool career, and and on top of it all, which is one of the reasons I'm so fascinated, is she, she has an amazing gig that she's doing that involves tea. There you go, T. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about um, about branding and putting together something like, you know, if you have a vision, right, or you have a side hustle that you want it to be maybe your main hustle. And a yeah. lot of real estate agents have side hustles. I did a poll, and yeah. it is my highest performing podcast. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Out, yeah. yeah, it turned out that all of them. Yeah. There wasn't hardly anyone who didn't. So welcome, Molly, and thank you for thank coming you. in. And tell us a little bit about yourself that I, I might not have hit and um, and where you live. Look at your tea. I know. I am. I'm actually going to steep the tea while you're, because you're drinking tea. I'm going to drink I'm my tea, tea, too. She's steeping her tea, and, and she, her company is called Intentionalities. I That's love it. it. I love I it. I feel like this is like an ASMR, um, like pouring it into the podcast, you know, the sound of the... <laughs> Go ahead. That's a great sound, by the way. Here's a question for you. What's your favorite sound? Oh my gosh. I would have to say the sound of birds. Oh, you know, me too. Yeah. I love that. I um, could sit outside for hours and just listen to the birds. I'm kind of like a, a grandma that way. Um, oh no, I like that. That's actually... I was, you know, I was listening to, there's a cardinal out in my yard right now, usually this time of the year. Yeah. So I, I love that. I, I love that actually. Yeah, I, I know it's, um, yeah, I actually, so, um, a year and a half ago, bought a little farm and, um, 
This farm for me is sort of transformative in a lot of ways. One, because we have space, right, for quiet. And I've been a yoga teacher for 10 years and I'm working on my 500 hour right now. So, um, you know, I've always been a very spiritual person, but having this space and this land and gardens to actually um, play around with really sort of sparked something in me that um, was, I don't know if it was lost or forgotten or yes and yes, but um, this, this home sort of has brought out some better parts of me. Um, and so, yeah, I actually go and sit often by this tree and just meditate and um, listen to the birds. And I love to listen to bees too, actually. I love the sound of bees and we've got a lot of frogs. Um, so even just the sound of the frogs is um, kind of awesome. I like yeah. that. Well, yeah. I think you were um, doing some meditation at this yes. Airbnb, if we can call it that, <laughs> in Miami that we stayed at. And yeah. that's um, when I found out a little bit more about you because I didn't know you until the event. And yes. Was, well, I didn't know until we got there. And I'm so happy that you were part of that experience for me because I learned a little bit more about like your meditation and that you did yoga and things like that. And, and that's always kind of a nice experience, but um, tell my audience a little bit about how you decided to um, you're not really in the corporate arena right now, correct? You're doing, yeah, I just left, you know, I think um, so my, my work story is interesting. I actually um, did my undergrad at Kent state in Ohio with the art history, fine art double major um, and was an art dealer for years um, mm. and ran little galleries in San Francisco. And um, one time uh, I was out for dinner and there was an event happening. And, you know, at the end of the event, this gentleman walks up and said, Hey, I hope we didn't ruin your dinner. And I said, no, but you know, sit down and tell me about what was going on because, you know, we weren't sure, like they weren't friends, but they weren't, you know, they were friendlier than colleagues, you know, so it was just one of those interesting moments. So he ended up sitting down and talking and his name ended up being Bob Angus. And um, he is the A&R, the A in A&R Partners, which became one of the fastest growing tech PR firms in the Valley. And um, a few weeks later, I was, um, had left the gallery business and was working in a high tech PR firm. And, um, so really a sliding doors moment, really, wow. um, that, um, and I started at the very bottom and worked myself, um, you know, through the ranks while I was there for almost eight years. And at that time, Adobe was one of my clients. Okay. Um, and so helped launch I, literally hundreds of products, um, okay. because Adobe, every release of the product, you know, is treated like a new product launch. Um, and so just got really, really strong launching skills, um, through those, through that time of, um, working with Adobe and with A&R. So really grateful for that, that experience because it really gave me a very, very solid foundation for marketing. And so it's important to understand that though, because, because my foundation for marketing is PR public relations mostly everything that I do from a strategic standpoint involves third-party validation, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, and that is really a, um, important in a digital world because we all have a voice and a say, and we vet almost every decision we make through reviews or a Google search or, you know, all of the things 
Um, and so really understanding how to do that um, has positioned me well um, for a career in a digital world. Um, but that was sort of a sliding doors moment. Like I said, you know, I didn't set out to be in marketing. It just kind of happened. And, um, you know, and then I, you know, I've launched multiple businesses over the years, um, and just launched another one. So, yeah. And so digital tech to T. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I know it sounds totally random, but it's really, really not. Um, so in the real estate world helped, um, build the brand of AdWorks and oh, helped, right. uh-huh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Um, and still people think of me as AdWorks, Molly AdWorks, um, which is funny that that still comes up in searches too, um, in Google search, but the, um, and most recently with first.io. Um, and through that time, started doing a lot of teaching about relationship marketing. Um, you know, how, especially for real estate, the real estate community, which really is a relationship driven business, more so than yeah. just about anything else. Um, mortgage and uh, financial planning, all that kind of stuff sort of rolls up under that as well in terms of um, the value of relationships. So I was doing a lot of teaching about this because of the PR roots. And, um, oftentimes people would come up to me and, you know, say, I just don't know where to focus my energy. Right. Like I'm, I don't have the time, the effort to do all of those things. So where, where should I focus? And it always just comes back to good old fashioned emotional intelligence, which is, you know, people don't remember all of the things, but they do remember how they felt with you and that emotional connection to your people is so critical. And so I just was finding that there was, you know, a a lack of a playbook for how to emotionally connect to your people. And it all comes down to just being really, really thoughtful. Right. And, you know, like how, how do you, how do you want to be treated, you know, um, you know, and just, and how do you create memorable moments um, by being intentional (laughs) about them And knowing they matter and knowing when those moments, um, being on the lookout for, for developing, nurturing and, um, capitalizing on those moments. And that, and that doesn't, that sounds like, that sounds too calculated, but you know, I mean, being present enough to create them. I, I agree with you. I work in niches that are, um, uh, sometimes a little more challenging because of uh, grief and sadness and yeah. regret because I work yeah. with estates, divorce, seniors that downsized. And it is those moments and um, being thoughtful about this is not just a transaction. This it's is not life. Yes. And, and if it is a transaction for you, right, it'll probably just be a one-time client. Mm-hmm. Right. If it's Great. not... You'll probably have a colleague, you know, client for life. And, and that really was where intentionalities was born. And, you know, it was, I was at the point where I was feeling, um, you know, itchy, you know, ready to break into something different. Yeah. And um, so this actually, my company was a total dream. I woke up in the morning and I had had this incredible visual dream about um, this business and the logo and the boxes and the whole thing. And, 
Um, so that's the, so intentionalities was a total sleeping dream. Isn't that crazy good though? When that happens, it is crazy good. And, but you know what it it does solve that question, right? Like how can you be intentional? Um, and so creating sort of a platform form for staying connected with your people, um, through intentional gifting. And for me, like tea is a perfect vehicle for that. So what's new again is this offline, you know, tangible something that's not, you know, that you can, it's nurturing, it's warm, you know, there's, there's a presence, something with tea, um, that makes it feel, um, special. And, um, and so again, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, it's so simple, but yeah, I agree with you. And it's funny because I'm a coffee drinker as well. Yeah. Yeah. Love my coffee. But when I think of tea, I think of my grandma and I think Mm -hmm. of my mom. Mm. Right. Um, I'm Canadian. We grew up drinking tea, love the Royal family. You know, I have a princess Diana teacup packed away somewhere. I mean, Mm. so I get that. And I think that is my opinion. The thing with tea versus coffee is coffee's like, go, go, go tea. You sit down or you pause, not iced tea, hot for me, hot tea. It's making you, you know, take that moment and, and enjoy the fragrance or the moment of it or wherever you are. Yes. So I love that. You're nailing it. That's the entire, that's the whole point, right? Is that yeah. in this hectic and harried pace that we live, like we're not stopping to pause or to think or to process or to be quiet or to be mindful or to be intentional or any of those things. And our lives are very empty because of it and sort of slipping through our fingertips. Now, the tradition of sitting down every afternoon just to have a cup of tea, to pause, to enjoy company with someone, you know, it just, those are the, we need to pull that back into our culture. And and it just, um, I I think I can't, it just, to me, it feels so important to bring bring that back. Um, And actually, um, I'm working with Deborah Trapin um, with the Women Up Movement, and we are creating um, a women's, um, business solutions group online where we're going to have a cup of tea and yeah. just solve each other's business problems. So sit around in the afternoon and say, okay, let's, uh, who has, who has something on their heart today? And then we're just going to be sitting there and sipping and um, talking through business challenges together and really building that community. Um, I love that um, concept. And I think, uh, uh, you know, uh, Pinky Sue Benson, she's a good friend of mine. Yes. And I will reach out to her because this is where I'm at. I'm a high eye, super busy, busy mind, da, 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 da. But I say I'm a social loner. So. Okay. I'm that's very, fine. I'm very yeah. social. Right. But yeah. I also get to a point where I'm like, I can do tons on my own, which is fine. And then I get to a point where I'm like, I just need my quiet time. And people seriously, Molly, they don't believe that when I say, no, I can, I can stay at home and work for two, three days in a row and not see anybody and but then the flip side is as I said to Sue and I text her today I go you have time to chat later today she's like what's that I go I need some human interaction and not like texting so I've said that to her before yeah to me this is the same kind of concept and I love this idea that you're um, putting together because it's like when you go to Europe and they take a, a, a nap in the afternoon that's it you know, it's like rebooting right but you're rebooting with tea Mm-hmm. So I have a question for you. Um, you put this together. This is um, a, like a gifting box. 
Uh -huh. It's a subscription box, correct? Yeah, it's a, you can do a once-off or you can opt in for a subscription. Um, and it can, you can just buy the, the herbal tea as well. Um, and we right. do like aromatherapy candles. But the, the idea is anything that we are going to touch is going to be purposeful around a specific intention, right? So yes. love or peace or home or gratitude or wellness or whatever it may be, that everything um, is going to be around an intention that you're trying to manifest. So since I have a lot of realtors that listen and, you know, eventually this will be a, a video, um, I want to think it's a great gifting option for them to give to a customer when they're uh, closing or a first year anniversary, whatever they want to do. I love yeah. that idea of giving something intentional that someone can really, really use. Um, what is, I have to ask you this, what are your favorite blends of teas? Because there's so many different types. And I watched your, I think, was it Instagram I was watching? I was watching something and you were teaching people how to steep the tea. And I was like, oh my God, I love this. This is great. Oh, and see, that's that's so could literally do that. They could do a little video. Yeah. Um, and when they give the gift, they can yeah. actually send the video on something and say, by the way, as a little follow-up, you know? Oh my gosh. You know, what's so funny about that is like, um, you know, I, I've been a tea drinker or a teacup, you know, collector, like similar to you, you know, have every little teacup has a story. And yeah. a lot of them are from my grandmother who has passed. Um, but I was surprised after I launched the business that we include a little infuser ball in there. Um, but people are like, I have no idea how to use this. I've never, you know, I've never done this. I have only seen a tea bag, you know, and um, you know, so that's what started that vi little video is just, I had so many people asking for it. I love um, it. And even yesterday, my, my best friend from high school just got a box and um, she was like, Oh, there's little pieces in here. Is that okay? And I'm like, yes. Cause this is all, they're all organic ingredients. Um, you can That'd totally eat it. It's yeah. all like plant material, right? Um, yeah. There's like no chemical, there's nothing in there. That's, it's all good for you. Um, yeah. But, you know, it just kind of sparked an idea like, you know, look, we really are a, a coffee culture. Yeah. Um, and so anytime you have a chance to sort of teach or to share something that you're passionate about, or even if you're not passionate about it yet, but want to be, um, you know, these are those moments that can connect us right into a new tradition. And that's the kind of. Yeah, I like part. that. I like that a lot. With, with your background, um, and as I said, I did this poll on side hustles and turned it into a blog post and a podcast. What would you say to real estate agents who, you know, if they want to pursue a side hustle or they want to have more than just a single stream of income? Because let's face it, real estate is scary. Um, I always say, listen, it takes one good hurricane down here and, you know, I'm out of business for yeah. long or for someone else. And one of the reasons I started hashtag Soboka was out of the need to pause a little bit and have some creativity. And I like to write in things like that. And it's turned into a, a business because we collaborate with companies and events and things like that. But I know that I, I'm getting more and more questions now since I wrote this um, big blog about just actually going for it without yeah. giving up your full-time, you know, gig, because I never recommend that to anybody until you 
feel comfortable to do that. But what would be some tips that you could give our folks that are listening about, okay, got this idea. How do I launch? Because that's your gig. That's your thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, you know, I think it starts at the very, very, the very core is the question of why. You know, why are you doing it? And right. being really, really clear about the intention, about why you're doing it. Right. And I think that's also the stuff that people forget, right? They're yeah. bored or whatever, and they're just, they bounce from thing to thing. And I think that is dangerous. But if we're listening to ourselves and pursuing passions, right? That stuff that makes us uniquely us, right? That can't be replicated by somebody else. Those are those moments that will, I think, create a much richer life experience. But understanding what it is, why you're doing it is the is core. And then, you know, since I have launched multiple visions, my own businesses um, in the past, you know, I do think there is this notion of proving concept before you take a leap, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, years ago, I was on Oprah Winfrey, um, the next million dollar idea show. Oh, wow. Yes. It was fun. It was for a business that I had started called um, the Crafty Girls Keepsake Kits. And um, I was there. And while one of the, the part of the format for the show was that we were spending two minutes to pitch our product to QVC. And then the winners um, would get two minutes on, you know, two minutes of QVC time, you know, to sell their product. That was the, um, that was the format of the show. And so um, the guy next to me, you know, had spent all of his life savings, you know, had bankrupt the family. This was his last, you know, chance at, the, you know, and I kind of decided then I would never be that guy, you know, yeah. that I would always know what it was, why I was doing it, and then create boundaries of success, like moving forward or moving or not. And right. then when you have those clear markers, when you're pursuing something, um, I think that will keep you out of trouble, you know? Yeah. You know, cause yeah. I do think that's, that's where people like, they're like, oh, this is it, you know, but I always like to say, okay, I'm going to have a, the minimum viable product that I can, can do. I'm going to prove concept to see if there is viability here. Once I do that, then you move into, okay, and now I'm going to think about like, optimizations. What do I need to actually make this a business, make this a living, um, you know, and then you just weigh all those costs, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, before making a clear decision. But fundamentally, I think the fact that people pursue things they're passionate about is absolutely the right thing to do. Um, because I just don't think we're hardwired to sit in desks and live this corporate life. No. Um, I really don't. I think, um, it's, it's soul sucking, you know, and instead of soul like giving and, um, I think most of us need something else or we would just, you know. Yeah. And that's where I got, and I'm, you know, I'm over 55. And so when I decided that I wanted to add a component, it was because I just needed to, I was out and about anyways, and I wanted to write and I was doing a lot of video and I know my town very well and I love to share it. I'm, I love where I live. And so I was like, well, I can, I can do this. And I saw what like some other people were doing um, around the country, kind of embracing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. starting blogs and 
groups and things. I'm like, well, I, I can do that. And I yeah. actually know how to do that. So, you know, is it going to make me money? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure at some point it can, because yeah. it's going to be my own. And I can cross pollinate with my real estate. You know, I don't go nuts with that, but I can cross pollinate enough. But I think um, you're absolutely right about finding something you're passionate about. And I call it the laptop lifestyle, basically. And these are things I've learned from my daughters who are 23 and 28. And, you know, their take on work-life balance, I think is fantastic. I think that whole crew of millennials gets it. And I think when people bash them, it's because they can, they'll never be able to do that. Well, it's so interesting. I even like the things I keep getting like targeted with this ad about, you know, working remotely all over the world. They have these now these, you know, places where you can just uh, clearly, I mean, I have three teenagers, so they're (laughs) this targeting me. Um, Maybe they're targeting my heart, but not my ability to uh, actually execute on that. Google knows. (laughs) I know. Yes, I know. Um, But it is interesting, even like, you know, there, there's just so many options now. There isn't a singular way that we have to, you know, go to school and get a degree and then get a corporate job and then be stuck inside, you know, in a, in a cubicle. I mean, and I think that's part of the the appeal for a lot of the real estate community is they're not wired to do that anyway. And they want to be out and they want to be with their people. And, um, but I think, you know, on the flip side of that, to be devil's advocate, yeah, is when people have too many side hustles, you know, you need to stand for something, right? And so when the side hustles aren't aligned with the brand or the brand, the personal brand, then it starts to not make sense. And um, instead of being an, a yes and, it becomes a detractor. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that is part of the strategy behind that, I think, is making sure. So like your effort and your passion of storytelling and, um, you know, lifting up your community makes all kinds of sense as a real estate professional because it's aligned. Right. Those two go hand in hand. Now, when you're doing real estate and something else, you know, like hair, you see a lot of people doing a lot of hair stuff. Does that make sense? Maybe. Maybe, you know, but you have to make sure you're weaving that story together so it doesn't feel like a distraction or, you know, like someone, something that, that doesn't add to the story. You know what I'm saying? It it doesn't, um, they're totally separate. They're totally separate, right? It's like, and I, and I know what you're saying. I see, um, side hustles that don't have anything to do with real estate Mm -hmm. and it's a separate business. And I think one of the things that I struggle with is, you know, uh, adding uh, products and affiliate marketing and things to yeah. what I'm doing and what exactly do I want to add to? Because it makes sense to add, you know, something, but yes. I want it to make sense for, okay, why would I add this? Or what kind of ads am I going to run on my site that makes sense? You know, like sunglasses yes. make sense because I'm in Florida and I'm in Boca and I don't, you know, go anywhere without my sunglasses and things like that. But um, I've seen some other things where I'm like, oh no, that that's not going to align with really what my core beliefs are or what 
my messages. So that may work for someone else, but that's not yeah. me. Well, and I think that's, again, like, and I, there's no right answer, right? Right. These are just the yeah. questions that need to be answered so that you can tell a very complete story. Because in a digital world, you can't have division, right? You can't be this over here and this over here because those two are bound to meet, right? You mm -hmm. either have cross-pollination with people or cross-pollination with something, right? The traffic. And the way that true digital strategies work is when we are actually connecting those dots between. And so it's not that you can't. It's just that you have to be super intentional about how they work together and tell a cohesive story. And, and that is where I think people are, um, where they miss the mark on that. Um, because it because can you're constantly be, explaining yourself. It is, like, right? Oh, and then you don't mean anything it. to anybody. Right. Yes. You know, like if I say, hey, hashtag Soboka, that's my lifestyle blog, people know I'm a realtor. Or that's if I it. say, oh, I'm a realtor with Remax and I happen to have a lifestyle blog, it makes sense because I have enough cross pollination between the two without yeah. it being obnoxious. <laughs> that I'm was true last night. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh goodness, I'm almost choking. Yeah. So, I mean, but again, and that's true. That same principle holds true for personal branding, whether you have a side hustle or not. Right. That you have to understand who your audience is, what they care about, how you're serving them, and be sure that you are aligned well. Um, and if any of those pieces are out of whack, um, it's going to be, um, you know, you're not going to have that the flow, if you will. Right, right. Um, so we're going to wind down here because I like to keep this not too long just because my busy mind can't listen much longer than about 30 plus minutes to anything, which is crazy. Um, but one of the things that I want to do with each of my episodes is put a challenge out to my listeners. Um, and whether they do it once a, a week for a month or seven days in a row, what would you challenge people listening today to do at least once a week, if not more than, you know, more than that, you know? Yeah, I love that. I think there's, I'm, my challenge is going to find um, that three to five minutes a day, if you can, to just sit quietly. And if you want to take, we've been talking a lot about tea. If you want to take the tea as the cue, right? To while the tea is steeping, just to sit quietly and to listen to your breath or to sit outside and to listen to the birds and feel the breeze on your face or, you know, take off your shoes, you know, just connect and just, I mean, it doesn't have to be long. It just has to be enough that we can kind of just clear the clutter for a minute. Right. And tune in. And I do believe the answers to those things about whether that side hustle makes sense. And, you know, if we actually were to pause and just be quiet for just a minute, the intuition kicks in and will tell us yep. and guide us where to go. Absolutely. I, I love that. My wrap up question to you is what is one thing other than your phone, computer, keys, that um, you cannot not leave the house without? That's pretty easy. So mine are my mala beads. 
Um, oh my gosh, what are those? Tell me. Yeah. Okay. So this is my yoga teacher coming out. So you'll never see me without these. Um, so these are, they're 108 beads okay. and um, it's used in meditation. Um, and because I have used these for 10 years, they feel amazing to me. It's like my security blanket. Um, but for me, like when I have them on and whenever I am feeling stressed out or if I feel like tension or anger rising or any of those things, like just having a hand on my beads kind of grounds me and, um, and recenters me. So, um, yeah. Where, where can somebody find those beads at? Yeah. So, um, you, so they're called Mala, M-A-L-A, um, and true Mala beads are 108 and search that it's kind of a fun story. Why? Okay. Um, and so you can just search Mala beads. They're all over the place. Um, these ones are actually sandalwood from India. Um, okay. and, um, but you can get them everywhere. Um, okay. yeah. So it's, actually, it's I'm going to start. I'm going to start selling mala beads soon. I was going to say, um, you should maybe think about adding that as an option because it, it aligns with it what does. <laughs> it does. Yeah. And again, like, so like, what is the point of this is like, we need tools and tricks and tips and things like that because of the way our mind is even just functioning, you know, to, and so mala beads are just another a tool to help focus your mind. Um, yeah. and so that, you know, you can start to rein things in. So where can everybody find intentionalities? I know you have a website, so what is it? Yeah, it's intentionalities.com. Um, and that's true for my Facebook and the Insta as well. And then anybody can just search me, Molly McKinley. And um, I love it. I yeah. love it. And you, and one last thing, you have goats. I do have goats. Yeah. Thought, and actually your goat stuff when we were at the house. Yeah, I have uh, three goats, boys, and um, 13 chickens, a duck, and three dogs, and a new cat named Pacino, so. I saw the whole duck ex escapade, I think, on Instagram. Yeah, I know. It, you know, here's the crazy, so she, you know, we had to, like, um, what is it called? Uh, when Extract? Yeah. Well, it was uh, when you facilitate the, the labor with the induct. We had to have an induction. Oh, <laughs> this egg. And, um, it was really quite a, quite a story, but, um, she's fine and she's out Good. there. She thinks she's a, she thinks she's a chicken, but yes, my, my goats are, I, they ate my book. Yeah. I it was trying to read outside. They're, the naughty. They're just, yeah, naughty. they are. Naughty. They are naughty, naughty. never dull around here with the goats. No. Well, I appreciate you coming on today and sharing your wisdom and, um, did you tell me what your favorite tea blend was? I don't think you did. Oh, I don't think I did. Um, you know, I am totally digging gratitude right now. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, it just has a really nice, um, smooth blend and um, I'm trying to cultivate gratitude in my own life. But the other thing I'm working on are some really lovely mint teas. Um, oh, love mint. Yeah. So I'm getting Very ready to question. launch a new seasonal line um, of tea. So. I love it. Well, thank yeah. you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. And um, we will be uh, putting this out soon. So um, find Molly and intentionalities everywhere online on Instagram. Yeah, T-E-A-S, we should yeah. say, right? Just like tea, just like tea. And <laughs> uh, stay tuned for our next episode of the Real Estate Influencer Buzz. Thanks, guys.
Thanks for having me, Michelle. Once again, thanks for listening to the Real Estate Influencer Buzz podcast. I'm so happy that you can join me with such great guests. I mean, oh gosh, my aha moments. I'm constantly writing down notes while I'm doing my actual interview. Hey, if you want more inspirational, motivational, and educational pieces, feel free to uh, follow me at the Michelle B on Instagram. You can follow my YouTube channel under Michelle Belisari. And hey, follow us at sipsocialcell.com. I post the different webinars and events that I'm going to be either doing or I'm going to be speaking at. And I would love for you to attend some of my free trainings. I always have fun stuff that I'm doing, especially when it comes to uh, social media. Uh, voice marketing and riches in real estate niches. So thanks for joining in. If you like the podcast, feel free to give me a five-star review and share with some of your real estate friends. Hey, again, I love doing the SIP social sell sessions and I'm glad you could join us. Have a great day.